Hello, welcome everyone. It is FMC. I am Jeremy. That is SP3. We are live. It is Friday morning. Plenty to talk about. A lot of fun stuff happening in the world of non-wrestling. We had NBA playoffs. We got NHL playoffs. We got Challenge All-Star Draft with our good friend, Cher Delaware. Entourage Reviews, Trash Reality Television. SP3, how you doing, buddy? All of the above. I said it. I said it on the spotlight yesterday. This is this is what I did all these wrestling podcasts for. Is to spend hour hour and a half with Jeremy talking about everything except for wrestling. That's what the dream is all about. I, I appreciate you putting uh, FMC over on on the spotlight because yes, that is as you know, you do a million hours of wrestling content. I don't do as much like videos and stuff but i'm listening to stuff all day and just covering wrestling all day and it's like i don't want to talk about that all day so when all of this happened i was like sp3 let's just do a basketball podcast and then we'll spin that off into just whatever we want it to be but basically it is non-sports entertainment wrestling stuff and it's legit one of my favorite shows uh of, of the week because i want to get to do it with you and you're you're fantastic and two we it's it's stuff we don't normally cover and it's very fun oh man i'm i'm tired i apologize for for the low energy so i'm gonna go ahead and, and tell the story now first off sv3 a true trooper of joining the show yesterday on late notice and then i didn't realize like you were in the uk for as long as you are so our, our show is usually at like two which is like five o'clock uk time which is like not too big of a deal but yesterday yeah. we did it at six which is like 11 o'clock uk time and then you didn't join until like an hour later it's like past midnight for you so i really appreciate you you joining the show as late as you did and you know just being part of like a live edition of the show essentially so i don't know how much sleep you're running on i'm not running on much sleep it's a it's a it's a struggle out in these streets sv3 when you when you got when you got kids or the stepkids, you're used to not getting a lot of sleep anyway. And like like I, I like I said on spotlight, you're a hardworking man. Like man, I get I'm in meetings with like Russell talk about news writing, and they're like, oh, you know, we need someone to do transcribing. You know, we don't have anybody like Jeremy Lambert of uh, FIFO. I'm like I'm like oh, they put over my guy during, oh. a, during a, a meeting with another company. I was like I love it. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. This man is hardworking, doing all the the little bits I, I can't tell you the amount of times since i started doing news writing where i have to uh take a quote that jeremy already transcribed and it's just so many different times and like i even we it makes us talk to each other even more like i'm like hey hey this uh, i saw this article and stuff like that so we're, we're even talking even more so i love the fact that my new new work is allowing me to talk to you more and like i said on on twitter you're one of my greatest friends the best friend term is used too often so you're you're one of the greatest friends that i have I, out there you and jensen i i appreciate that tell wrestle talks to make me like an offer so i can leverage that with uh jimmy you know i'm trying to i'm trying to get more money out of this whole ordeal <laughs> joseph's in the chat uh i buried Hello. james harden i buried james harden in the, in the title because uh like let's be honest joseph james harden ain't playing too well in these playoffs here 
it's, it's just making my my case even bigger, Joe, that your boy, Joel Embiid, is the MVP because we see how the Sixers are playing without him. This is clear as day. It's like the opposite effect of when John Morant went out and the Memphis Grizzlies were playing so well, so it decreased his value as MVP. With Embiid being out, it has increased his value as MVP because you're seeing this team is a complete mess and James Harden is not the James Harden. I've been saying this for for we've been saying this both for like months now. It's not the James Harden yeah. that was playing with the with the Rockets. This is not even the James Harden that was playing with the Nets. Like this is just really bad. And he's playing a great defense with the Miami Heat, who are playing uh very hard in these first two games. But like I said in the Boston series, that didn't age too well when I said this, but I'll say it here. <laughs> Miami did what they had to do. They won at home. Now the Sixers, they have the home court advantage. They have more of a home court advantage than the Brooklyn does. Brooklyn fans, they just go to see basketball. They're not really there to cheer for the Nets. But the Sixers fans are. They're going to cheer for the for the Sixers against the Miami Heat. So hopefully that gives James Harden a little bit more, and then Embiid can come back for game four. And the Sixers fan will like cheer for them, but like there's just a lot of nervous energy in, in those Sixers games because they know that, I mean, they're used to disappointment and heartbreak, right? They know Doc Rivers is their coach. It's a, it's a tough town. They know how James Harden is playing. I saw this stat, and this was before game two. Harden has been under 25 points in 11 straight playoff games. That's nuts to me. Because you're talking first round, six games uh, against Toronto. This was before game two. And he didn't score over 25 in game two, mind you. He was hobbled uh, in the Brooklyn series last year. Like, all right, fine. He didn't crack 25. He he was injured trying to play through that injury last season with Brooklyn. But the Toronto series, he had Embiid all series. Like, you would think he would just find a way to get 25 in that series when Embiid was the focal point of that offense. Game one, he was the guy. Game two, he was the guy. He's just not the guy anymore. I mean, Joseph, I'm sure he's being joking here. He's just taking it easy. He'll, he'll be getting serious any minute now. I mean, yeah, you may as well start getting serious when you're down 2-0. You know, no, no sense of urgency until that. The series doesn't start until uh, the team the team loses at home, right? So this series hasn't technically sure. started yet. It's... It doesn't look good out there, man. He just does not look good. That first step isn't there. He's not drawing as many fouls. Teams just, I mean, Miami can throw like a lot of different looks at him as well, which I'm sure isn't helpful. The offense is like Doc Rivers is trying to play DeAndre Jordan in these offenses, which isn't good either. When they play five out, when they go small, it's not, it's not terrible that that's actually working well for them when they go small the the problem yeah the Miami nightclub scene does go crazy that is a that is an issue honestly that is an issue um but when they go small like that's working the problem is it it doesn't stick with it it goes back to DeAndre he goes to Paul Reed and that just ain't working like offensively it ain't working for him defensively they're getting carved up in those lineups tieball they're playing five on four offensively when he's out there because miami does not give a shit what he does out there i think maxi should probably have the ball in his hands more but james harden ain't the problem with having maxi uh have the ball in his hands more is harden ain't moving that man is just gonna stand there so unless somebody's coming off of harden and creating a wide open three it doesn't mean anything and then if it creates an open three harden just isn't gonna shoot it he's gonna you know ball stop and then jab step and 
in and out dribble and then take his step back. It's it's not great. It's not great. And they're going to pay this man a max five-year, $350 million deal. And I kind of can't wait for it because Daryl Morey is just going to, he's going to go down with James Harden. And good luck, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand it at all. James Harden has just proven he is not that guy. And yeah, you're absolutely right. That Miami nightclub scene, you could tell they're having fun. They're having fun in Miami, not when they're on the court. Not when they're on the court, that's for damn sure. I've, I've been in Miami. It's a lot of fun. They don't go to sleep late. They're like, it's like being in New York. It's like they, you could party all night up to 4 a.m. So I understand where they're coming from back in my days when I used to party and I didn't have kids. It's like, I know how that is. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, being back in Philly is going to help them. But honestly, they just desperately need Embiid back. Embiid is the difference maker. Embiid is the MVP. And he was basically, if you watch their their first round series, they ran the entire offense through him. And it just doesn't make any sense. And I did like, I don't know what the uh, site was, but I saw on Twitter, the all choke team, the all choke team. And they had the coach as Doc Rivers. They had James Harden up there. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns was up there. Uh, so <laughs> was was the non-choker Chris Paul on there? You're, you're a hater of Chris he, Paul. He was second team all choke because shouldn't the people be people <laughs> shouldn't be there at all. Have you seen what he has done in these playoffs to these Dallas Mavericks? He's oh yeah, he's up. he's flopping all around to get fake foul calls. Man, I don't know, I don't know what the referees have been worth. The referees for the Western Conference have been kind of ridiculous. Like watching back the uh, Memphis and Golden State uh, first two games, I'm just like. Some of these foul calls are just out there. It was very chippy in game two with, uh, you know, Draymond Green getting the injured eye and stuff. And, you know, the the uh, Brooks with the with the flagrant foul and him getting ejected. We got two ejections in that series. And then with Phoenix and Dallas, it's like Dallas is already fighting behind the eight ball because they're versing the best team in the West, the best team in a lot of people's minds in the whole entire NBA. And then the foul calls ain't going their way because Chris Paul – Flopping all around. He's, 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 he's him and LeBron. They are the How all flop you. team. All flop How team. They are all five positions of the all flop team. Joseph says at some point in the next decade, Matisse will learn to pass, shoot, and or cut. I'm sure of it. It's very Andre Robertson. Like, and Robertson was good at like setting screens and cutting. Couldn't shoot a lick outside of like one game against Miami or not Miami, uh, San Antonio in the yeah. playoffs. And Greg Popovich was like, look, if Andre Robertson's going to go five or seven from three, what are we going to do here? You know, shit happens. Uh, but it's Robertson-like, but at least Robertson would set screens and cut. Matisse just stands there and doesn't do much of anything. Uh, coaching would probably help that, you know, get him involved in the action a little bit more, have him do some things, but that's not their offense, man. They're just going to go five out with Matisse and ain't nobody going to guard him because why would you? It's, uh, it's not good. Doc Rivers, he's going to... When he said after game one, like, we like DeAndre, we're sticking with him. The players, the players are like, oh, we got to start DeAndre. After they make the run in the first half going small, and then apparently, according to Doc Rivers at halftime, is like, we asked the players, they all wanted to go back to DeAndre. Don't listen to your fucking players then, okay? Don't listen to them. Because DeAndre Jordan 
ain't working. Doc Rivers got to be like, you know what? I don't really care what you guys have to say right now. We worked with the small ball lineup. That worked. We we aren't going back to DeAndre. I don't understand this love for DeAndre Jordan. I, I don't it seems either. like he has a nice reputation in the league. Guess he's a nice guy. He's good friends with Kevin Durant. That's why he ended up in Brooklyn. The Clippers literally kidnapped this man to keep him on the team. And this was when he was good, mind you. When he like when he, he was supposed to sign with Dallas back yes. in like, was this 2011, 2012. <laughs> literally kidnapped this man to keep him on the team. This was when he was good. Now we're a decade later and he's not good. And yet the Sixers are like, oh, we still got to kidnap him to keep him in the starting lineup. No, no, you don't. The, Miami's like, yeah, good. Keep doing this. There's, uh, it, it was the finals, the NBA finals when the Thunder were there, and Scott Brooks just kept starting Kendrick Perkins, even though it wasn't, it wasn't working. And I don't remember which Miami player. It was one of the big three, though. They're like, yeah, they just kept starting, or maybe it was like Battier. Uh, like they just kept starting Kendrick Perkins. We were like, great, like keep doing this. We love this. Like keep, keep sticking with that. Like don't, don't change that shit at all. It's like the players on the other team knew. They knew that, oh, they're, you're going to run this guy out here? Awesome. Stick with that. And Scott Brooks wouldn't change it. Doc Rivers apparently isn't going to change it. And Miami or uh, Philadelphia is going to go down with DeAndre Jordan. What a way to go. DeAndre Jordan going down with that ship. I, it's like, it's like, does he think that he has like the Urkel transformation chamber from back in Family Matters and he can get DeAndre Jordan of 10 years ago? Because if it's not DeAndre Jordan of 10 years ago, I think you should realize that this is not the answer, that you should play small against this Miami team. I, I, I won't, I won't even get into right it. Out, go get, go get Blake. Go get Paul Pierce. Remember they tried Paul Pierce as a small part. Where's JJ? Yeah. JJ Redick is killing fools on ESPN. Go, go sign Yo, him to a that deal. Was, That's great. JJ, JJ Redick <laughs> is for the culture, ladies and gentlemen. We accept him. We we if we do a racial draft next. I'm choosing <laughs> JJ Redick with what about what my second or third round picks? Because he told Bad Dog Russo what it was about. I don't like the connotation of what you are saying. And I feel like this is like a whole bigger thing with Draymond Green and I I think I said yeah. this on like Twitter after game one I, I was like yo that game one injection first of all I feel like Draymond Green is being you know uh judged based on his reputation oh, 100% 100% with the with that fragrant frown with a lot of the things he says when he's a very insightful dude especially if you watch like his podcast you hear what he has to say on stuff it's kind of quite ridiculous that uh that Draymond, that that whole fragrant foul, I was just like, no, this is this is someone getting ejected for their reputation and not for the actual foul at hand. Draymond Green gets such a bad rap, and I didn't even – I was with him. I've been with all the people who have decided to flip off the fans. I've been – I was with Kyrie when he did it to Boston. I'm with Draymond when he did it to Memphis. Them cheering him after he got that eye injury was ridiculous in my eyes the martyr Kyrie Irving look fuck Draymond Green uh but he shouldn't have been ejected for for that foul it should have been a flagrant one that's fine but it shouldn't have been a flagrant two and yeah it's completely reputation based look he's earned this reputation okay I he, oh, yeah. he completely has he's kicking my man Steven Adams in the dick and he's a relatively just overall dirty player throughout his career doing shit natural body motion when he's flopping around kicking people uh yeah Fuck Draymond Green, but you have to look at the incident at hand. Hi, we got a run in. She ah. she ran in. Oh, 
You're looking all pretty, right? Mm -hmm. You say hi to Jeremy. There you go. See? <laughs> she doesn't always say hi to people, so she likes you. <laughs> Come on, we, we, we got to curse because we're talking about basketball, okay? So you got to go. Go continue eating your, your corn dog. Ear yeah, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Right. She doesn't know. She doesn't get that yet, but... Um, <laughs> No, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from, but like, like, like we, we agree here. Like Draymond Green, he's a, he's a, he's kind of the glue of the Golden State Warriors, and I feel like that really hurt them in Game Two. Him being out, having to get stitches for a little bit of that game. Of course, he came back, they, but they lost Game One after he got ejected. What hurt them is Steph Curry and Clay Thompson apparently can't shoot anymore, so that's kind of an issue. I'm used to seeing them make everything and so when they're just missing like clean looks it's very surprising to me i don't think they're they're washed or anything like that there's poor shooting nights what whatever it might be at some point these threes are gonna go in and it's gonna lead to a big game um i i think probably game three one of these games is not gonna be competitive but i've enjoyed that they have been competitive because i did not expect these games to be as close as they have been john morant in game two was just on something I don't, I don't know what that man was on, but he just completely took over. He was hitting very difficult shots, too. The, the right-handed floater that he hit over Jordan Poole was insane. When he put Jordan Poole on, on roller skates and had him go in about 20 different directions as well, uh, that, like, John Morant is, is absolutely insane right now, just taking over, because they don't have much else. Bain is out there with a back injury, hurting. Dylan Brooks got, got kicked out. Jaron Jackson is, like, hit and miss, but he fouls out in every single game. John Morant taking over, just absolutely nuts. He's been extremely, extremely fun to watch. And I mean, he said it to Steph after game two. He's like, we're going to have some fun because apparently that's what Steph said to him after game yeah. one. So I like the gamesmanship between them. I still think the Warriors win the series. At some point, Clay and LeBron are going to, they're going to go, or Clay and uh, Steph are going to go off. Oh, absolutely. And I like, I loved game one because, you know, Draymond, you know, getting ejected, you would think it would have gave uh, Grizzlies the win. So I was glad that Golden State pulled that out. But, uh, and they, and they had the lead in the fourth quarter. They were up by nine points and then Grizzlies just made a run. But what they always do, it seems to be a theme with them. Like we saw in the first round with the Timberwolves, no lead is safe with this team. This team is probably the best fourth quarter team left in the playoffs right now. Uh, John Morant. Oh, don't know. The Chris Paul, the fourth, the fourth quarter surgeon is still out there. I'm pretty sure, my friend. Grizzlies are the best fourth quarter team still left in basketball. Nope, absolutely not. No Chris Paul slander on this show. You are trying to slander Chris Paul by saying that the Grizzlies are the better fourth quarter team when Chris Paul is out here just picking everybody apart. In the fourth but quarter. how many how many come from behind wins has the Grizzlies got? We can't give the Grizzlies as a whole credit. You're giving one guy credit. I'm giving a whole 12-man team credit for their work in the fourth quarter. No lead is safe. The the Suns, yeah, they close out everybody in the fourth quarter, and they've been the best fourth quarter team in the regular season and a lot of the, the first round, but the Grizzlies have 
came from behind so many different times in the fourth quarter. They came from behind against Golden State in game two with John Morant. Man, that that one move where he had uh, Jordan Poole on skates and tripping up. That was just, I was like, oh man, that's just too smooth. And dropping 47 points. He had 23 in the first half, 24 in the second half. John Morant is a superstar and he's been proving it in these playoffs. Something that we said, we kind of were saying that the question mark in the Western Conference was the Memphis Grizzlies going in, but they have really kind of told us that they're not only here, they're here to stay. They're the one team that, you know, we know that Golden State Warriors, you know, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, they're getting up there in age. So their window to win a championship is small. And, you know, the Suns, they have a young core with, you know, Booker, Eaton, uh, Bridges, but they still got Chris Paul, who's still the leader of their team. And that window for them is is short with this uh, unit as presently constructed. When you look at the Grizzlies, they have a just a young core of guys that are just play really hard, that have that, game in, that gamesmanship, that talk that trash. They have a lot of charisma to them. The Grizzlies are here to stay. Memphis basketball is here to stay. And I wouldn't be surprised if we are here in a couple of years, if we're still doing this, talking about them winning an NBA championship. It's not going to happen this year because I still think <laughs> the Golden State Warriors are going to win this series in six games. But, you know, they did they did their work in game. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Game two, but I think that the Golden State Warriors still have the advantage here because they were able to win one in Memphis. This show's going to be on ESPN Plus in a couple of years, so we're definitely going to be doing this uh, in a couple of years. I still you heard it here first. <laughs> I still think the Warriors win the series as well, but it's been really fun watching John Morant just take over uh, late in games. Um, all right, I have a challenge for you, SB3, and if you don't accept, you are a coward. Okay? So our bet. Our bet was the Suns four games. They wouldn't lose four games in the Western Conference playoffs in their run to the finals. They've lost two so far to the New Orleans Pelicans. They haven't lost yet. There. I haven't lost yet to the Dallas Mavericks. They have not lost at all any game that Devin Booker has started and finished. Undefeated when Devin Booker has started and finished the game. Okay? I feel because of this injury to Booker that essentially lost them the two games against the Pelicans. I should get an extra game from you. I should get an extra game, and it should be to five. They have to lose five in in the run to the finals because this injury to Booker is the only reason they've lost two games. They would have swept the Pelicans. They're about to sweep the Mavericks, and I think you're a coward if you don't grant me an injury. Uh, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? If you don't grant me an injury exception here, okay? I think you're a coward if you don't grant me this injury exception. I, lo- I love how your your rationale to get things that you want is to call people cowards. Yes, if they exactly. <laughs> if they don't do it, do what you want. They're a coward. Exactly. But you know what? 
I'm no coward. I'm no chicken. That's like calling Marty McFly a chicken is calling SP3 a coward. So I will accept your challenge because I don't even believe the Suns are making it to the NBA finals anymore. I don't care wow. who comes out of the Warriors and the Grizzlies. They're beating the Suns. So I will take your bet. Five wins, five losses for the Suns before they get or if they get to the NBA finals. Oh, I feel very good about this now because I, I think Dallas might get a game. Dallas doesn't have the firepower. Luca, I Luca went off last game and they still lost like by a lot. The the Suns offense is just too good for, for Dallas right now. They're targeting Luca on, on defense. Um, I mean, Luca's gonna have his game, but they need somebody else to step up offensively. I'm sure Dinwiddie or Brunson will have a big game in Dallas. I still think Phoenix in five is looking kind of good. No, Memphis Warriors, if it's the, the Warriors, that's going to be a tough out. There's no doubt that's going to be uh, a tough out. But I like I like Phoenix right now. They're looking good. They've looked good all season. The only reason they lost anything to the Pelicans was because of the Booker injury. They would have swept them as well. Nobody's stopping Chris Paul. The DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul pick and roll is unstoppable. Devin Booker's there getting any shot he wants. Mikael Bridges is doing anything he wants. Their defense is locked in. I like this. Thank you for not being a coward, SP3. I appreciate your uncowardness. I've never been a coward, ladies and gentlemen. I never will be. I am not no chicken. And the Suns, they're not as good as what Jeremy believes they are. And I don't like anyone with the name. How dare they, they? They were the best team in the league. They're not Maybe that not good. as good as I believe. How they not that good? They should have lost last year. If it wasn't for Anthony Davis getting injured, oh, they wouldn't have oh, even made it gosh. past the first round. I'm still standing on. I will die on that hill with bullet wounds in me on that hill. I don't care. The Suns ain't that good. They've been the best team all regular season long, but that's the regular season, ladies and gentlemen. Do not believe in the hype. They will make it to the conference finals because you're absolutely right. Dallas doesn't have enough, but Dallas will at least get one game for me. And if you're telling me you believe that the Warriors or the Grizzlies won't get two wins over the Suns, then you're bugging. It's Booker is great. He's a great scorer, but I don't believe him defensively. I don't think he can keep up with Clay Thompson. If he's shooting his threes and he's hitting these threes, he's not going to keep up with them. And Steph Curry is better than Chris Paul. So they got the better backcourt. Draymond Green is, is the glue. You got Wiggins slam dunking it on people. Man, give, give me the Warriors in six against the Suns. They can lose two to the Warriors or the Grizzlies. That's fine. They got to lose six total. That is good. Oh, Hannah is here. Cher. Sorry. Shoot names. Uh, she's she's walking. She she said she just dropped her kids off. Yeah, I'm oh, so God. sorry. My mom was supposed to take my kids to school, and she didn't show up. So You're, you're honestly fine. Like We, we just oh. kind of figured we would do the challenge, the draft at some point, but we got to get our basketball talk in. So okay, good. You're, good. if you want to get ready and stuff. Oh, then... no. I've already, I've already been working this morning. Okay. <laughs> oh, look, look at this. Have... This woman, hardworking woman. Always. Do you have any basketball takes, Cher? I have not watched basketball since wow. Jerry Sloan was the coach of the Jazz. <laughs> might be the coach again soon. With the yeah, way, uh... he might. He might just be. Well, he's oh, dead, wow. so probably not. 
Like they, they could they could use him because Quinn Snyder ain't doing much of anything <laughs> right now. So by the way, SP3, you're gonna die on this hill. I was gonna say that uh Chris Paul, I've seen him, he's an asshole. He will certainly kill you on the hill and then just put a flag in your dead body. So be willing to die on that hill that the Lakers would have won if Anthony Davis was healthy. Chris Paul doesn't give a fuck about how he murders you. He's going to murder you. Hey, he's going to get injured, ladies and gentlemen. Newsflash. We don't wish injuries here on this show, SB3. That is very mean. We should not wish any injuries on people. Okay? We want to see the best players play play basketball. Don't wish injuries. It's very mean, SB3. I didn't wish. I didn't wish. I'm just saying. I'm going you're you're putting it out in the universe. You're like, I'm he's going gonna get the injured. I'm going Don't by put the this numbers. negative energy out in the universe. I'm just going by by what I know. What I know is that Chris Paul usually gets hurt and he chokes. Don't put this negative energy out in the universe, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. We have we have the, the challenge all stars. It premieres, it premieres on Wednesday, right? On Paramount Plus. Uh, SB3, Cher, and I have done challenge podcasts before. Uh, we probably should have done them more, but that's on me. We will do them more now because we do this show every single yeah. week. And considering this show is not going anywhere, it's going to be on ESPN Plus in a couple of years. <laughs> we will continue to talk about the challenge every week here on this show. So Cher is always welcome to, to share in the challenge recaps on this. Uh, we're going to do a fantasy draft. This is a stacked season for, for season three as well Seriously. absolutely stack season do you have as you said you had a coin i was gonna do the little spin the wheel gimmick. okay that's that's right. better hold because on. i don't, me, I don't have my coin up. my coin handy on me right now right, hold on how are you doing share i am doing well i had to sleep on the couch last night because one of my children was not feeling well so i got like two hours of sleep after laying flooring in their playroom for four hours and I've been working for two hours already, so solid morning. I look like I've got something coming out of my freaking head from the fan behind me. <laughs> you, no, it's like a it's halo. Like, it's a halo. It's a yeah. halo, yes. Exactly. It's a halo that's spinning. Yeah. So it's an interesting day. <laughs> I feel like it's it's been too long since we since we were able to chat. You're 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 my birthday uh, twin. We're in the same month. Taurus power. Yes. Taurus power yeah. out here in the street. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I just turned 29. Ooh, ooh. I'm a baby. You are. You're definitely the 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 youngest of us two old old guys that talk about basketball every single week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I have to like restart Chrome to share my screen on this. Oh thing. Jesus. I don't I don't want I don't want anybody to think that like I'm lying uh <laughs> on on the randomizer. Yeah, SV3 will definitely accuse me of that. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to have to restart Chrome. This show, I'm pretty sure, will continue, even if I restart Chrome. So you guys, you guys continue, and I'll be back in a second. Okay. Yes. I, Do you think? I think? I think that the last time we did a show together was when we did the predictions for, was it season two that we did predictions for? Or was it season one? Yeah, either season one or I think we did uh, challenge thirty-seven for yeah. spies. Yeah, spy, spies, lies, and allies. Because we didn't which, know who like ninety percent of the people were. But what we 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 pretty much called half of it. We all called CT winning, which yeah. seems to be like the theme of the main season. Just yeah, call I CT feel, winning, and you're good. Yeah, I feel like that's just like you know CT is going to win at this point. So 
unless they try to actually eliminate him okay or he tries to uh have a have the elimination himself like he did in uh total madness yeah he's gonna win and i think everybody is too scared to try to eliminate him like for the for the rest of forever he's gonna be like 70 going out there with no one trying to eliminate him the reputation he just has the reputation they're like ah we're not gonna fuck with ct i know i also think he's just very fun to be around and so they're like ah we're not gonna eliminate this fun guy who keeps us all sane in this stupid house all right everyone sees the randomizer there so there's no cheating involved uh, I will hit randomize, and this will be the draft order. We will do a snake order uh, since it's three people. And so, you know, first, second, third, third, second, first. Here we go. Sharon's Look the first that. pick, SP3, and then myself. Oh, God. All right. Literally That's- how I wanted it. This is how I wanted it. I was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to give you the first pick, Cher, because you're our guest. <laughs> But Jeremy was like, "No, we gotta, we gotta do a randomizer." So this is yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't think Cheryl would want it that way because she's not a coward. She wouldn't just be like, "Oh, thank you, uh, I'm the guest. I will just take the first pick." No, we want to, we want to do this fairly and correctly and legitimately, honorably. But the, the universe wanted it that way. The universe so. did want it that way. Apparently, very sad. The universe is stupid. So uh, I actually do not know the roster oh hold on hold on so i have that too i have that okay let me, let me share my screen on that. I that. Have... jeremy's jeremy's so professional he's got the draft board see there you everything. go there, there's the draft board there's the men and women you can take anybody from the draft board uh but there, there's the men and women's roster my sweet kindle she's such a sweetheart she um is. so actually um i have got sean's wife watching the challenge now sean will text me just like challenge takes and it's the most random thing in the world and he he's like uh do they have a thing where i can just watch the challenges yes like no that's the the way the show works yeah he just wants like a super cut of all the challenges he doesn't care about all the drama and so he's like oh this person's sleeping with this person i don't care about that just show me the challenges i'm like just fast forward it it was on 15 (laughs) years ago it's not live (laughs) but she's been watching all stars too and she was giving me her takes on season one and she loves kindle i'm like well you fit in because we love kindle too kindle was my challenge crush back in the day i love kindle and i am hoping her well with her uh illness that she has going on right now she recently had to shave her head Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, she's got a couple autoimmune disorders, and I guess her hair was falling out in clumps. So oh. wishing her well. She is a sweetheart. She's slipping down my draft board now. She yeah, you, 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 health you, you should. Exactly. Oh, she's had, the, she's had the autoimmune disorders since she was on road rules. Oh, so. yeah. Right. And she was dealing um, with that. That's why she had to leave early last season. Yeah. Well, yeah. besides production being All right. idiot. I'm gonna go with the current reigning kind of champ, depending on who you ask, John A. <laughs> wow. 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 I was not, not expecting expect. that. No. All right. Well, I know who SV3 is taking. So I'm not just give me that. him. Give me uh, the goat. Give uh, me West. West. Oh, I, see, I wasn't gonna take West from you. 
That was nice. Yes. You should have. You 100% you. should have. See, this is uh, why this is why I want to share to get the first pick. No, you, I don't. I don't. Re- you should have. You should have taken Westrom. But we saw I've, how much heart that John A has in the last two seasons too. I mean, that girl's in it. She if is, they would have but... done things the right way in All Stars One, she would have been the female winner. Like she they shouldn't have. have just done one winner just, for, yeah, for yes, All Stars. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take Jordan because I think he's the best player there. He's a dick, but he's really good. And he is yeah. apparently now a cowboy with a mullet from all the pictures that I've seen. <laughs> he's got, so... you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be fired up because he's got Tori cheating on him on. You know, every every single season that she's on, everything he's... she's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> the EP watches um, "Are You the One," and so oh. we, we watch that, and that's where Tori's introduced. And she's like, "I don't like this person. She seems like she she's just messing around with everybody." I was like, "Well, the challenge. She cheats on whoever she enters the season with. She does not end this season with." Exactly. Unless, unless they're physically there. Unless they're yeah. physically there with her, she won't cheat on them. But as yeah. soon as they leave, she's cheating. She's done. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with a another male competitor as well because the male side's a little bit stronger than the female cool. side. So I'm gonna I'm gonna load up with the the kind of male competitors here because I feel like it's a, it's a crapshoot on the male side. I'm gonna take. <sighs> I got it. I got it between like three people. There's so much talent there. I'm gonna go with Darrell though. I still believe in Darrell. Still my guy. I'm gonna Damn, go with that was Darrell. my pick. I See, you were Darrell. able. You were Good. able to take one of my picks. Good. SV3, you're on the board. Or you're. Oh on, man, on yeah. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go male once again as well because yeah, this is probably. I've said this last week. This is the most stacked male roster that they've ever had for any challenge, regardless of season, regardless of All-Stars. So I'm going to save the palace, save the palace. Oh, hey, no. Hey, hey, I'm going Nehemiah. Oh, no. <laughs> that song was stuck in my head so damn much. Oh, my God, Just. me too. I still when... have it on Spotify. Oh, my oh, God. Of course when Sean's wife, season one, she was like, I really like Nehemiah. And I was like, he gets on your nerves. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So it's my turn. Back to back pick, Cher. Let's go. Yes. Wow. Smart move. I'm I'm really shocked how the male board is falling here. (laughs) And See, I don't see Brad winning anything with that big ass beard. It's just gonna slow him down no matter what he does. It's so disgusting looking. It has no shape to it. Every time I see him, I'm like, sir, who told you that was a good idea? <laughs> um, so let's go. Hmm. You know what? I'll take Latarian. All right. The mail board is not falling how I thought it would. Right? I'm not mad at it, but it's not going how I thought it would. I mean, you also didn't think John A was going to be the first. No, I didn't think. Him. Yeah, I didn't think John A was going to go first. But you know what? Like that's not bad because she is the strongest woman of the group. So you may as yeah. well just go ahead. I think the women is just such a crapshoot that you could just—it's like finding the kicker late in the rounds. You just yeah. kind of pick any of them, and you might be okay with it. Yeah, I'm going to go. Europe. I'm going to go with the size advantage. 
and I'm going to go with Naya. Uh, as someone that I feel I should have Naya. never been banned from the regular season. Like, yeah, it was stupid. Like, all she did was touch Jordan's crotch. Come on. You know how many people <laughs> has touched private parts on the challenge? I mean, Johnny Bananas is still the face of the thing, and we know the stuff that he's done. Yes. So yeah. Exactly. Watch the island. They have the island on Paramount Plus. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my my run of males here. I know he's had a rough couple of seasons, but I, I still believe in my guy Derek. He's, I knew that's he's, who you're going. <laughs> kind of do. He feels due. Like he's always he, he he's always there. He feels due. And then I will I will take a female, and I, I do think she is a a strong competitor when she wants to be. I'm gonna go with Kayla. I love Kayla. I, I think, think that I think Kay- she's good. And, and I this think season, her time off. Yeah, and this season, like I'm just the female board just isn't that strong. Yeah, I think yeah. if Kayla doesn't, which I mean, she's older now. It's been a couple of years since she's done anything. If she doesn't drink herself into oblivion, that's what she, I'm hoping for. She doesn't she does just, well. Yeah, that's what I'm. Hoping and for. I mean, she's married now. She's matured. Like she lives in the UK now, so I I think that that'll benefit her. She's good. She's a, she's strong, but mentally she's a bum. You remember that? Mentally she's a bum. <laughs> mentally she's a bum. The maturity is gonna help her there. The maturity yeah. will will be uh will get her through mentally. All right, SB3, you're up. I'm quite surprised. Like I was trying to, you know, give give Cher back what she gave me by not picking Wes in the first round pick. But I'm sorry, you you left him on the board way too long. I gotta go with the challenge godfather. Uh, Grayson Waller's new father, Mark. <laughs> so actually, Tuesday, I got a text that said, uh, Mark Long is the guy that you watch on the challenge, right? And I said, yes. And they said, oh, he's here at NXT. It was like two hours before the show. And then I get another text from someone else that wasn't at NXT working that said, Mark Long from the challenge is that NXT. And I said, okay, I got it. That's still not going to make me watch NXT. So I don't know what to tell you. Gisberto, oh, go ahead, Chair. I said he was front row at Mania both nights too. So I mean. <laughs> Gisberto put in the group chat, he's like, Jeremy, you watch the challenge. Like Mark Long is there and he's identified as Grayson Waller's BFF. Like, do, do I need to do a full article on this? Like, is this a big enough deal to do a full article? And I'm like, ah. If, if it was you, Gisberto, like you could just fight size it because I know Gisberto doesn't watch. But I was around, I was free. I was like, I'm just gonna bang out an article right yeah. fast. So just show show the challenge of Mark Long some love for appearing on NXT. Give him a and what's party. funny is Mark Long is old enough to actually be Grayson Waller's father. He one thousand percent is. He's been trying to get on WWE for so long. He's tried it through the Miz. He tried it through Becky Lynch. Like, dude is trying his best. Sheamus. He tried to just start a social media war with Sheamus last year. I know. I know. He is yeah. trying hard. Bless him. He does. Li- he does live in Orlando though. So mm-hmm. easy commute. Yeah. All right. If he if he turn. was if he was about uh, thirty years younger, he'd have a shot. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna take Kendall. All right, gotta respect going with Kendall. Do gotta respect that. And um, 
Let's go with MJ. Popcorn muscle MJ. Popcorn <laughs> muscle MJ. Two time champion. Come on. I'll well, never really care for MJ. Never really thought he was that good. And now this season, as stacked as this male roster is, I don't I don't give it much of a chance. Yeah, he only got by because he was with John A last season. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the one thing that I don't like about All Stars is the pairing with the women, because a lot of times the women are so much weaker than the men, like the women that they cast for the show, because they're not getting the Rachels and the Evelyns and stuff like that. So they're like, let's get Sylvia. And I like (laughs) Sylvia, but when I think all star, am I thinking, yeah, let's get Sylvia for the show? (laughs) No. So that's been Derek's downfall the last, two seasons is that he just keeps getting stuck in that yeah and and also his his shirts look like fruit fruit loops so (laughs) that's also why his downfall um i'm gonna go female once again it's like bare bones at this point uh we only have like three females picked and it's bare bones (laughs) (laughs) any other time i would go with like Tina, but but based on what she did last season, I can't I can't do that this early. No. So I'm gonna go Kellyanne. That's, That's a good choice. Yeah, good choice. Okay. Didn't she get second? She, or third? she I think she tied with John A in All Stars. Yeah, League. yeah, yeah. So she did well. Um, yeah, that was the whole thing from season one of All Stars. All the shirts that Derek brought were. For challenge mania and they wouldn't let him wear them so he only had that spring break shirt <laughs> so he just had to wear it over and over and over <laughs> oh god derek i i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with ronnie i don't know how well she can perform but in the past she's performed well on her seasons so she's go she's ronnie. been on two seasons and won them both i think exactly so yeah. I, I like I like my shot there. Um and then I'm gonna go <sighs> come on, pick Jemmy. Be a yeah. don't be a coward. Pick Jemmy. I will be a coward and not pick Jemmy. <laughs> that shit doesn't work on me. I have no problem admitting. I know I know when to be cowardly on some things. <laughs> And I will be cowardly on picking Jimmy, all right? We all know Jimmy's ass ain't winning. (laughs) Jimmy's there for a nice little vacation and a good time with some old friends and stuff, and that's it. Come on. Her Uh, father's on the show, her her season one boo. Yeah, to get some good tidbits on uh, the commentary. That's what she's there for. Yep. She should just be the narrator. She should just be the narrator for the season because she's really good at that. I I ain't going Jimmy at all. Oh man, I almost want to pick Brad, but he sucks. And <laughs> like Cyrus, I feel like they're just gonna go after him because he's a little bit bigger now and he's older and everything. Oh, yeah. and, and Tyler, I don't know. Tyler can be like a, a decent competitor, but it's such a and then the females is just like he disappointed us last season. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, the females is just like throw a dart and hope. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Melinda. I think she might have enough protection to where oh, come she on. makes it semi far. Melinda's a pretty good competitor too. Yeah, yeah. You're just doing that. 
Yes, I went to yeah, the good. whole real world Austin crew. I went to, I had Wes, Nehemiah. I just needed Melinda to see. That's in. the thing. Like you have the protection there, and so I think they're gonna protect her. So I feel good about you know having having a safety net where two people are on your team there. So I'm I'm proud of myself for that pick. <laughs> You're up, SP three. I, I guess I guess I gotta go with Brad at this point. I'll go I'll go with you don't Brad. Have to. He's, Nobody's he's, forcing he's a, you. He's a part of the triangle, the triangle offense of him, Mark Long, and Derek A. Apparently, his That's freaking their... beard is a triangle. <laughs> that thing is out of control. It's a hexagon. I hate it so much. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what is dark. this? Throw the dart. Eeny, meeny, miny. <laughs> you got two Let's picks. Let's go, Tyler. That's fair. That's good. Because what the heck else am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, I already talked shit about both Jimmy and <laughs> Sylvia. <laughs> Um, we'll go Veronica. Veronica's a good competitor when she wants to be, so we'll go Veronica. She doesn't have CT to carry her through things. That's uh, that didn't even work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Veronica and, was honestly like I thought about it, but I'm just like, oh man, she's just you know what? She's a little bit older now, and yeah. I just don't know her motivation to be there. So. Well, yeah, because that season when CT was getting so mad, her motivation was, I'm not going to work out and I'm yeah. going to drink. And everybody was like, CT's so mean to her. Like, no, CT wants to win the damn money. He wants yes. to know why he got stuck on this show with someone who doesn't <laughs> care. Like, And all, all he all he said it was the truth about her in Dirty 30, and that created a whole rivalry to put them together on Final yeah. Reckoning. It was like, man, these Final Reckoning pairs was awful. Like. Awful. <laughs> They're like, one time you unfriended them on Twitter. Yeah, you're you're rivals. <laughs> rivals. <laughs> Bananas got thrown into the elimination by Tony, who was his best friend for like five seasons. They're rivals. Oh <laughs> because because uh, what was it? Uh, who was it that Devin couldn't make it in yeah. time for the start yeah. of the season? So that's what they. I really about. hope that they get tony on an all-star season oh me too i think that would be really good yeah. i want to see tony time he needs to win one on the like either all-stars or the main season because he's one he would one. definitely he would definitely have to bring his wife and kids with him so she could keep track of what he's doing no <laughs> <laughs> no but he was good he was good on uh what was it champs versus stars when him and uh ct won so well, yeah, because Champs versus Stars, they're in L.A. and they're like in their own hotel. Right, they're room pampered. Yeah, 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 it's completely pampered there, hundred percent. True. True. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go with Tina. I think that she's gonna redeem herself. This she's season. gonna punch Veronica in episode one, and that's gonna she, be the she, end of She she is at least gonna win one elimination. I feel it. I feel it based on what I saw in the trailer. She's gonna redeem herself <laughs> and at least win an elimination. The All rumor right, that I heard was that they cast Beth for the show too. When she found out Tina was there, she backed out. Oh, I, I hear the rumor is that Beth might be an alternate, though. Yeah, but that would be God. I would love to see her and Tina. <laughs> TV, is there still TV go? Is there still ill? Like that was like twenty years ago. I, I still think hate there is. 
I think there is on Beth's side, and Tina doesn't care, so she'll make their peel right. if she wants there to be. True, true. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm gonna go. This is this is rough. All right, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Cyrus. I'm gonna take the last male on the board, and then for my my final pick, <sighs> let's let's go Cynthia. She's at least won something. I'll go Cynthia. <laughs> it's been a while. It's like literally her like first season. She won like her, her season of like road rules or something. She won like one of the first yeah. challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, oh, yeah. Won she's, she's won something. She's won something. Jimmy hasn't won anything, right? Like Sylvia. No. Oh, she, yeah. Jimmy's been. She's she's not good. Sylvia's not good. Jim, Just, Jimmy was never good. Jimmy wasn't good oh, when she right. was like 24 on the show. <laughs> And running away crying from night because he had ketchup coming after her. Like, she was never good. That's my phobia. He knows that. That's my phobia. Oh, my God. Uh, As someone with a sister that has a phobia of mustard, it is so funny to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, SB3, you get Jimmy or Sylvia, and you're leaving the final one for share. Flip a coin. Do you want to flip a coin for this I, one? I, I've, I've got to go with Sylvia. At least I've All seen. Right. See, she had one of the best eliminations I've ever seen with her in, um, what was her name? Uh, in, in the mud? Vendettas. Yeah, in Vendettas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. All right. There's the board, everybody. Feel good about my team. Three, three, how are you feeling about your team? You got your, you got your guy, Wes, so I feel like you should be satisfied with that. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with my board. I got, I got three of the toughest, uh, the the best males, uh, in West Nehemiah and Mark Long. I got, I got Naya, who I think is gonna impress a bunch of people, uh, on this season. Uh, my my woman, uh, I'm not too confident in Tina and uh, Sylvia, but <laughs> Kellyanne, she's she's a strong competitor. So I, I like, I like my team. Share, what do you think of your team? <laughs> You're the first pick. We'll do that. I you got the first Jimmy. <laughs> well, you should have taken her first overall. I think that I'm all right. I think I think I'm okay. I'm just not thrilled that I got Jimmy. <laughs> she might surprise you. She might surprise you. You never. Know. I am going to another challenge mania the oh. day of SummerSlam in Nashville. Are you going to SummerSlam? Yes. Oh, it's like nice. a three-hour drive. Not true. Um, John A, Katie, Jasmine, Derek Chavez, and John Brennan are the guests for that one. And um, SP3, they're having one in New York City, actually, in June. Oh. And the guests that they have so far are Mark Long and Rachel Robinson. Oh, already two big hitters. Too and it says they have more special guests to be determined. Give me Wes. Give me Wes or CP. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, but I might, I might have to check that out. I've never been to a challenge media, so I need to pop that that cherry, pop that it's challenge. Fun. The only one that CT has ever done was the one that they came to is Tampa or Miami, wherever he lives. He will not travel. <laughs> they literally had to book one where he was. <laughs> The champ. He's the goat. He's the goat. He's taking over that goat status. Bananas is no longer the goat, in my opinion. I mean, 
I've always thought BT was better than <laughs> yeah, bananas same. anyway. Bananas same. was just on every damn season, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have the I have the draft saved. We will see how this goes throughout the season. What are what are we putting up uh, stakes wise here? Like what are, what do we do? Oh, we gotta have some type of you know, actual. Yeah, we gotta have some stakes, or well, like what was the point? Yeah. Hmm. What do we think? We got our PowerPoint for the NBA playoffs. We got that bet already in in there. Wait, wait, what is the bet? Oh, we I uh, the Phoenix Suns. They're gonna make the NBA Finals. It was originally four games, but I called SP three a coward, and I, I got it bumped to to five games. So if the Suns lose five or less games and make the finals, then I win the bet. And if they lose six games or they get eliminated, then I, I lose the bet. And the loser has to put together a PowerPoint presentation of why the other person's team is good and the other person's MVP candidate should have won MVP. Oh, that's excellent. That's hilarious. <laughs> so we're doing PowerPoint presentations for our NBA bet. That's that's fantastic. We I'm we trying figure... to I, we gotta figure out who is everyone's like least favorite challenge player this is jimmy and they have... there's no powerpoint presentation <laughs> on jimmy yes, the loser just gotta say whoever's, nice things about jimmy whoever's team member gets like the the uh uh I, the lead I, actually, I feel like there's people that i dislike seeing on my screen more than jimmy oh, i just yeah. don't like jimmy as a competitor yes. but like if you bring back freaking kara and polly i'm going through a wall oh. i'm done like oh. That's, I that's loved what it Kara be. before she got with him. He's so annoying. That, okay, so that's what it should be. We each pick. So the um, I guess two people would technically lose. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Let's the, the, unless the unless we, we could. I think there's going to be a male and a female winner. Two winners. True. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So who, okay. whoever doesn't have a winner or whoever, if both if both of y'all say it's like the people that I pick. Two of my people win the championship. Then both of you have to do like the the whole like. I think I think it should be like three minutes where you say nothing but good things about someone you dislike on the challenge. But if if like each of us have like a winner of all stars, then it's just going to be one person. It's just the one person. Okay. Yeah. I like that. We can go with that. If uh, people JJ will end up watching the replay of this, and JJ always has suggestions. He might come up with something. Um. So if JJ, if you have anything let us know but I, I like that you got you get a three minutes to just put over somebody that you're just like oh man car and paulie fucking hell i do want them to return to a main season though just for the me drama it. oh too. it would be it would be hilarious for the drama but like the funniest thing ever to me was when paulie was trying to call out all of the like the brad and Derek and ct and everybody on twitter and he posted that video of him like running with like the big plate thing pulling behind him, and he got like ten feet and stopped. And Derek was like, "Look at you, still gassing out." They they gotta come back. I want I want Paulie to come back. He's like he sucks. He's an asshole. He's tremendous reality television though. Yes. Like they, it's tremendous reality television. So I do hope at some point they they come back. So for Cher, it's it's Cara and Polly. Who is it for you, Jeremy? I feel like she should be Cara and Polly for everybody. Like, no, I, I I actually I actually am, am you know me. I'm a heel, so I really enjoy Car Cara and Polly. Of course you do. 
I was rooting for them in uh, in War of the Wars too. I was I was a part of Kara's cult. I'm a member of Kara's cult, so I would not be included in this. Um, for me, it would probably have to be Josh. Oh, that's fair. Josh is fair. Yeah, I I, I despise having Josh on my television. It would eat. I no, you know what? Since since Cher picked two people in Kara and Polly, mine would be Josh and Fessy. Okay. Those are also really good options. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be Josh and Fessy. Those are the two people I don't want on my challenge screen at all. Josh I wasn't Fessy. even thinking this morning when I was like getting ready to do this and I was in the car and I was like, oh my God, they're going to have already started and I'm going to be left with Josh. <laughs> we were gonna all stars. <laughs> we weren't gonna start the draft without you. Like we, that that wouldn't be very fair. No, Josh. I'm oh, thinking it's no. just gonna be Josh. Josh is gonna be if we when we do this for the regular challenge season. Josh will be the Jebby. That's what it's not. It's not Mister. It's not Mister. Irrelevant for like the NFL draft. For now, for our challenge drafts, it's gonna be the Jemmy. Who is the Jemmy? Like, at least Jimmy is like funny. Like Josh yes. is just Josh annoying. Just shit, yeah, he's horrible. He's horrible. All right, the season starts on Wednesday. We will continue to to check in on how our fantasy teams are doing. Cher will join us when she doesn't have a life and can can pop in. Do you want to plug anything, Cher? No. No, I'll okay. probably delete my Twitter again in like two days. So no, don't, do don't follow we were, me. <laughs> EP and I were very worried about you uh, when when we saw. She texts me. Yeah, I know she she reached out. I just run everything through her. I'm like, yeah, you message her and let me know how things are how things are going. Oh yeah, I had a bunch of people messaging me, and I was like, just message Sean. <laughs> Usually, like sometimes sometimes I will just like message Sean, be like, hey, is everything good? But I know you and her talk about like some nonsense like sex in the city or i don't know yeah. what you guys are messaging about but i was like yes. yeah just message her and just let me know how things are going uh we'll see you at the wedding the wedding's in september october uh, we'll see see both you guys there right give me check out, give me check a out date. harlem check out the show harlem what? it's like the black no. sex in the city no, no. oh i, I don't want to watch the white sex in the city i don't want to watch <laughs> any version of sex in the city all right. I wanted to do that at all. Uh, all right. Thank you, Cher. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye, Cher. Bye. All right. Um, I guess I'm the link to Caden now because we're going to do two minutes of, of hockey talk called the penalty box. I'm actually going to give Caden more time. Nice. That, we, we need there. a graphic. We need graphics for this. I, like. <laughs> if I wasn't. If I wasn't so like lazy or just not not necessarily lazy. Uh, busy. Don't on on different stuff and just like i had just more time to do stuff like this i really do want to like overhaul a bunch of graphics for for like this show for pillar to post as well like i do want to do a lot of that stuff i just one i'm not great at it and two it's just a matter of like finding the time to do it and i don't want to I don't have a lot of that time, so I just don't. Do no worries. I, I know exactly the man to call. I put him over enough, so I won't say good things about him. But I'll ask. <laughs> I ask Romeo. Oh, I'll God. say, can you make this a graphic for FMC? And then uh, it's going to be challenge talk. Challenge, yeah, different, okay. Our like different that. segment, challenge talk, the penalty box where we talk about NHL. Because the the, for, the 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 main format is we're going to be talking about basketball until the season ends, yes. and then. When we get into the, the NBA, uh, the, the NBA, NBA never really stops. Stop. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, stop. it doesn't. The off season yeah. is the most. 
I would say that's the one thing the NBA is the leader at. When it comes to offseason, there's no yes. other sport that's better than the NBA. There's, there's always so, so much drama with that. The EP always just watches like, they don't take breaks. Like the NBA just, I swear there's games on. Because like there's summer league as well. So like there is like games on during that and she's like they just they they don't take breaks at all like i'm like oh no the season ends at this time of the finals like nope you're lying to me like they, there's always basketball and there's always everyone's always talking about basketball she just assumed or she just uh, thinks that like no the nba just continues and it, it kind of is true because the off season yeah. is just as wild as the regular season it is king king is here for the penalty box kaden you you messaged me last night in the middle of the game mind you so i didn't <laughs> respond like you're like, I'm going to have good things to say about Colorado. I'm like, Kaden, it is. It, this is what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, it's a one, one game. We have not even won this game yet. Like this could be a one, one series by the time you come on tomorrow. It's not fortunately, but uh, we're every, every team has played two games. A lot of one, one series. The only series that's not one, one is Colorado and Carolina. What have been your impressions of the, the first two games of every series? So overall, a lot of the series that have gone 1-1 have been very, like, both of those games have been incredibly lopsided, which yeah, is really sucked. weird. I've never seen, like, this type where it's, like, 5-1 and then it's 5-1 the next game for the complete other team. Yeah. But the matchups have been really fun, really fast-paced. The only games that have been really boring are Dallas and Calgary. But the Panthers and Capitals has been a really fun series. Everyone knew Tampa and Toronto would be fun, and it has. I just wish the games were a little closer. Hurricanes and Bruins, Hurricanes are just dominating a little bit of a boring series there. Uh, the Abs and the Predators, talking about your Abs a little bit, they are completely dominant. I think right now they're my favorite to win the Cup. No, they're the only like they just got goldie last night by Connor Ingram, who like played his third ever NHL game. Like he, I think he's only played two or three other games in his career, something like that. He, like he, he really started. He started. I think. I think he started four games for for, uh, or he had a record of four games uh, in the regular season. Mm-hmm. He came in in relief in game one, and then he started last night. I'm gonna tell the the, the whole Av story of last night and just my roller coaster of emotions <laughs> that that I went through. But the Avs are gonna end up blowing this. I haven't liked. I haven't liked that the games have been competitive. Like. It's just been blowouts. Like, it's cool that the series are 1-1, and hopefully we can get some competitive games out of it, but there's just so many blowouts. It's been very annoying that, like, Pittsburgh and New York, game one, that went to overtime, so that was a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went to three overtimes, actually. Like, that was a really, really fun game because overtime hockey was so great. SP3, I tried to tell you it was in overtime. You should watch it. I, I did not realize you were in the UK, so it was, yeah. like, five in the morning for when you. When I woke up in sleeping. the morning, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, Jeremy tagged me. I guess that this went into overtime, but I was, I was asleep. Trying, <laughs> yes, I was trying to get you to watch it. I, I did not realize you were in the UK as long as you were, so I didn't. I was like, oh, cool. Maybe he'll tune in and watch this thing. And then once I realized that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, like, four in the morning for him. There ain't no way he's watching this shit. So that makes sense. But yeah, I went to overtime like that was a good game uh panthers capitals game one was good like the rest of these games just haven't been calgary and dallas has just been boring hockey like some 1-0 games and 2-0 games can be exciting these games have not been exciting at all yeah the the style of play of both of those teams is just like dallas plays the trap that's like they're just known as just getting into the defensive zone buckling down because they cannot score that team cannot score to save their lives and calgary is like I like Calgary. They're a fun team. I like I have them number two right now as my favorites to win the cup, but they play that boring, hard-hitting style of hockey, mainly because Daryl Sutter's their coach. And that's what he's known for. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so the Avs played last night. So here, here's the deal, SV3. They won game one, seven to two. Wasn't competitive. They scored five goals in the first. It was a great game uh, for my team anyway, not for Nashville. So game, they, they, they chased the starting goalie. Uh, Nashville starting goalie, who's like one of the top five goalie in the league, got injured, not playing in this series, most likely. Um, and then the, the guy they had, David Riddich, he started game one. He got chased after five goals. They brought in Connor Ingram. He saved... Uh, 32 uh, or 30 of 32 shots. And then, uh, so this guy's played like four regular season games. And then he's played, he's came in relief game one, started game two, relative unknown, like complete rookie and everything. If you go to his like Twitter page, like this is the stuff that this national hockey league goalie is just out here tweeting on these streets. All right. He uses Twitter. Like he's just some regular human being. It's insane. His Twitter profile, it reads, was once dumped over a text in a group chat with my mom, Kieran's brother. But like this is this man's Twitter profile. This I man mean, is just like a regular human. Yeah, he had, before going into the game, like the first game against Colorado, he had played five NHL games in his career. Yeah. So, yeah, the Avs were the best team in the West. It's like, okay, here we go. Like, it, it's fine. This guy's just a regular, normal guy. This is the shitty part about hockey playoffs or the fun part if it if it's your team where it happens because like uh andrew hammond stole a game for the abs against nashville uh i believe or maybe it was against in the dallas series but regardless you can just get goalie all right like the goalie can just have this the most amazing like just saving everything of his career and it does not matter it just doesn't matter so the abs score on their first shot of the game nathan mckinnon the best player in the league uh scores scores on the first shot of the game it's like all right cool we're off and running and then they and then Nashville scores, so it's one one after one. The Avs outshot them like 35, 40 something to like eight, maybe more to twelve, like forty to twelve. Like these were the shots on goal for periods two to three. Nashville had a five on three power play, couldn't do anything with. The Avs got the best chance of this. I'm watching this game and I'm just fuming that they, this rookie goalie with five games experience is just making all these incredible saves. It wasn't like they didn't have good chances. They were all like, there was a lot of high quality chances from the team from some of the best players. But this is the problem with NHL is that a goalie can just change everything. It can just change everything. And I told you last week, SP3 about like overtime. So it ends up one, one going into overtime. Overtime is the dumbest shit ever. When your team's involved, the absolute dumbest shit ever, because you know your team's better. Your team is dominating this game. But comes to overtime, it's next goal wins. You could have the flukiest, luckiest play in the world. And if it goes in, your team loses. I am a wreck going into overtime. An absolute wreck. I'm going to share the text messages. I didn't tweet anything during the game because I was just, I was trying to be on my best behavior. And people on Twitter can be like very mean if like they're against your team, everything. And I'm not yeah. trying to bring that energy. Uh, so I, the only thing I tweeted was the, the one thing about like Connor Ingram just like, be the second coming of Jesus uh, or some shit. Uh, but I'm going to show the text that I sent my buddy Samer. So going into overtime, I'm not thrilled about this at all because we couldn't score on the third period power play. Fiance sleeping. Kids are sleeping. I got to be on like my best behavior because I cannot wake the kids on a school day. I can't wake them at all, especially like one in the morning. But, you know, especially on a school day when they got to get up. And, and I don't want to wake the fiance either. Uh, it goes to overtime. I, I'm a wreck. Kel McCarr scores. I, I'm excited. I jump off the couch. I'm like, let's! And then, like, I go, like, go. I had to, like, 
calm myself really quickly. I was so fucking hype with the let's, and then I had to bring it down. And then I'm like still like shaking the house. Fortunately, nobody woke up. I was so thrilled that nobody woke up. I was, I was like looking around in the hallway. I was like, is anybody, please, nobody come out. I do not want to get in trouble and everything. I was so hyped though. We went, Yes, it's so, <laughs> it's, it's the scariest thing in the world. It's like, I'm thinking one of the kids is going to come out. I'm thinking the fiance is going to come out and be like, what are you doing? Because the kids, kids will come out because I can just be like, oh, go back to bed. It's fine. So, then they're going to tell their mom the, the next morning, they're going to be like, I heard Jeremy screaming at one o'clock and I wanted to know what was going on. And then she's going to look at me and be like, what what was going on at one o'clock that you were screaming and everything? Why are you waking my babies? And I'm like, sorry, what what do you want me to do? It's overtime. I'm so sorry. Oh man, fortunately nobody got up. Abs are up 2-0. It's great. Here's here's what I sent uh my my friend. These are all my texts. These this started at eleven o'clock last night. So it's uh like middle of the second period at this point of one one game. So I'm going to text you all my abs here since Twitter people are bitches. Uh, some dude with, with four career games is a wall and goal. They're going to lose to a third string unknown. This is dumb. 0 for 3 on the power play in the second. Basically lost in this game. I'm a fountain of optimism, as you can see. Uh, a stupid rule leads to a stupid penalty, and now they're going to lose in the third. They got a goal overturned, which which pissed me off. It was like the right call, uh, but it was also just very dumb because he got knocked into the goalie and like held there. It's honestly a dumb challenge because it was never going to stand, but it's still a stupid rule, and counting it as a penalty is stupid. Now the refs are just giving the Nashville a game with another penalty uh a rookie fucking goalie i quit hockey is fucking stupid fuck overtime never in doubt that was my string of text to my friend last night that is how i get everybody all right that is how i get when i'm texting my friend bravo bravo that's quite impressive (laughs) i hate this sport so much i absolutely hate it i can't stand it it's horrible but the Avs won. I'm very happy. We'll still lose this series. We'll find a way to lose this series. Plus, <laughs> Kel McCarr. That's all I got. Kel McCarr is a beast. He's another he's beast. Insane. He's insane. He's absolutely insane. Caden, so do you have anything else on the NHL playoffs? I hope the games are better tonight. I hope so. Tampa, Toronto, we got another game of that. Like the good thing is that those games haven't gotten scoring until the second period. So at least like the first periods are super exciting. And it's still like, I'm still having a lot of fun. I tweeted last night in the SGS community that I have been watching hockey for like five and a half hours last night. I watched every single game and I did not take a break of intermission. Intermission hit and I went to the next one. So that, that I mean, that's the way I'm to do it. Like they spent, yeah, they stagger the games, which is great. So you can just, yeah. once yeah. the intermission is there, you can just go right to the next one. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Um, I, I just want the games to be more competitive mm-hmm. because- a lot of them by the second third period it's over it's like all right well now i'm just waiting for the next set of games mm-hmm. to start uh, that's what I'm, I'm hoping they get a little bit more competitive that's the only thing i'm asking for yeah uh Kenny, do you unplug anything yeah 10 count wrestling on youtube and spotify there you go check it out Kaden will be back next week for the penalty box more hockey talk sp3 at some point probably once it gets back to america because the the time zone stuff's gonna be tough uh he's gonna watch some hockey do they have earlier games on the weekends the weekends yes, yes. they will have earlier okay. games on the weekends. okay it's like they have to play okay. like 4 30 my time uh tomorrow night so or tomorrow it would it so, would have been nice to uh, kind of watch something because i don't know what was up with the nba not having any games that was so, so stupid yeah. no games last night that was, I was like awful. that was that was so weird for me so yeah 
I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the NHL eventually for sure. We're we're gonna we're gonna turn SP3 into somewhat of a hockey fan. Just one overtime game. And Caden, we're we're getting our our my I'm gonna get my get my graphics guy on a penalty box graphic. <laughs> so so you have a real intro for the show. There we go. Caden, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. See you guys. See ya. Dude, last night, I mean, you you heard my text message. Just I was going through it, man. I was going, these playoffs. I go through it. Is, you know what? At, at least you don't have to deal with the thunder. Also in the playoffs at the same. Oh, time. that I mean, I told my game seven horror stories yeah. last time, but like, <laughs> you know, when your team's like the favorite, it's so much worse because you're just like expected to win these games, and that's why like when your team just gets goalied, when it's like you outplay the shit out of. Like you completely outplay them, but if you can't score, it doesn't matter. It's it's the worst feeling in the world. The play. I've, the I've grown up a, a Yankees and a Lakers fan, so I know how it is <laughs> to be the favorite and then blow it. I, I still I still am scarred from when I was sixteen years old and the Lakers lost to the Pistons in the NBA finals. I I still I still remember. I I I, I I'm man enough to admit I cried. I cried and I had I had one of my cousins just making fun of me the whole time. And then my then I went home and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have to deal with anybody making fun of me. And my stepdad made fun of me. And my stepdad was a Knicks fan and he made fun of me. He has no room to talk. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man, that was like the worst talk. Worst time to be a Lakers fan, in my opinion. Even worse than not making the playoffs was going to the NBA finals and losing to that Pistons team. Uh, anything else? SP3, did you watch Entourage? We can do a quick Entourage review. I know you don't have the grassy dudes, but I would like to wrap up because I need to yeah. listen to interviews before I get yelled at. Yes, I, I need a break because we are going to go live on True Hill Heat because our, our guys that do the impact watch along and previews didn't do the preview for Under Siege. So me and um, Romeo got to go live at 11.30 Eastern time over there. No, 11 a.m. Eastern time over there. Uh, but uh, for, before we get into Entourage, I know you did. I think you told me you've watched the UK circle, right? Yes. Yeah. It's been a so, while. But so I me have. and me and wifey have just started it. We finished season okay. one, which pissed okay. me off beyond belief. The fact that the catfish and he was horrible at being a catfish. The catfish <laughs> won not only just the regular circle because, you know, Freddie, who, who is probably one of the best people they've ever had on the circle. Yes, Freddie. Okay. Or yeah. America, Freddie is just—he was just so out there, so loud, and he was just hilarious television. The fact that he kind of set the trend with giving everybody one-star ratings. So then, like watching that made me realize why they went to the ranking of one through seven because yeah. that you could totally mess up the whole system by giving everybody one stars with that type of uh, rating system. So I understand why they did that. But yeah, that dude was a ter- thank you, Katie. That dude was a terrible catfish that dude was a terrible catfish everybody except for dan who i was just like yo i i really like you dan but why don't you realize that the person that you like the most is a catfish everybody's telling you this person is a catfish and you just don't realize it and then they won the the regular circle and then they won the viewers choice the viewers vote i was like 
you, what what is up with people in the UK? I'm staying in the UK right now. I'm just like, what is wrong with these people? How did they vote for the catfish? Should have vote for Dan. Should have vote for Sean. I was just so annoyed by that. I literally didn't want to watch season two for a couple of days because I was so upset at that whole the fact that the catfish, a horrible catfish, got seventy five uh pound, seventy five thousand pound. And then the second season, I actually like it a little bit more because they've done the one through seven change and tim do you remember tim from season two that's the old guy yes yes oh yeah he's great wifey is like she she was like he reminds me of robin williams but i love him i love him so much i was like yes he's the best one i couldn't remember i couldn't remember what season he was on uh but i was gonna bring him up i and i couldn't remember his name because i i watched this it's been at least like four years or so um but yeah it, it's been a while since i watched it but yeah i was gonna bring him up it was like you're you're gonna love this dude if you don't love this dude something something's just wrong because he's yeah yeah he's so great yeah robin williams is a good show yeah <laughs> yes because literally wifey said that and then he i think one of the like the games they played like was like oh what's your party trick and he was like my party trick is i, I can channel robin williams i was i marked <laughs> out i was like oh my god he even does a really good robin williams impersonation <laughs> i like him i like um woody the son of uh fat boy slim yeah i like him yeah. he was he's a really he's a really nice kid i like him i don't this is another one where i'm like how do y'all not understand this is a catfish with the one with the with the kid uh sammy with the little boy little boy charlie but it's a dude behind the and he's like pretending to be a single mom i'm like oh yeah yeah very obvious that this one is a catfish like they didn't she he didn't know he didn't know who olaf was from frozen as as someone who has two two two-year-olds you should know every character from frozen elsa anna Olaf, Kristoff, I know them all, ladies and gentlemen, because my daughter has watched either either the movie or clips from that movie so many different times. I don't understand how he didn't get that, but yeah, I'm liking season two so far. I'm almost, I think I'm like almost near the end, so I, I, I will update you on how I'm going with the UK circle. Very nice, very nice. It's it's a good show. Like, I can see why they brought it to America because the UK seasons are very fun. I forgot about Freddie. They get in there. Oh, uh, so fucking good. <laughs> and then he's playing it straight the whole time, and he did good. He did. I will say he, he did never good wore a shirt. Him. That man never had a shirt on either. When he, when he got voted as an influencer, he's hopping around to room yeah. butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> that dude ruled. He was great. When when he came on the the finale, he comes in. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Oh, Freddie is, Freddy is gold. He is gold. He is tremendous. He is tremendous." Uh, Entourage. We got Bob. We got a Bob Saget appearance in Neighbors. We had Bob Saget there, and Vince for some reason didn't know who it was. But Bob Saget <laughs> is fucking the mistresses. Uh, the any any of you Xbox guys? Yeah, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, he's so good goes. and he's the one that makes Vinny realize that he's going out with the madam at yeah. the at the whorehouse and that his boys <laughs> are hitting on whores it, oh man it's such a great episode this is like this is like the entourage that i really became a fan of i know i said this last review we did but like season two is where i really got into entourage and i just remember these episodes so so fondly in my memories and they're watching it back is great 
Drama and, and Turtle have a dry spell, so they get to the whorehouse and their their dry spell is is no longer. I do love the scene where it's like, don't tell Drama. Like I I know that was like that was, they paid for. Like, but he's going through it, and then Drama's like, don't tell uh don't tell or Drama's like, don't tell Turtle. But you know, I know they were paid for, but he's going through it. I love that scene. I, I know they I know they were professionals, but it's yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, th- this is where they they learn that, uh, or Vin Vinny learns that they're they're curbing the spending because Aquaman might not be there uh, either because Leo might have it, and Ari and Eric are trying hard to to get a, some type of meeting with James Cameron, and uh, there's a little bit more on that in. Uh, in Chinatown, the next episode, but well, look, they kind of go hand in hand. So they try to get the the meeting with James Cameron. Ari like gets the meeting because Emily is now working for James Cameron, uh, and Ari gets the meeting, but then Eric kind of ruins it because he promises, oh, James Cameron can see Queens Boulevard, and then Billy, which is great, he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like James Cameron, I don't care who this is. Like nobody sees this film. He's like, he's got to go in the snow just like everybody else. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> got to come to Sundance. And, say, and he's like, he's like, yeah, James Carey is going to need a cut of uh, Aquaman. Fuck that. <laughs> That's his response. <laughs> I, yo, I, I died laughing. I was like, this is so Billy. And then Billy's meeting up with one of the whores from the whorehouse at the yes. bar. If you notice. At the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she says, hey, neighbor. And to, to Eric. <laughs> Billy Billy Walsh is so great. He's one of my favorite characters. He rules. He absolutely rules. Uh, I, the, the scene where Ari goes to to pick up his kid just to run into Dana to like get to get the confirmation of like what's going on with James Cameron and Mrs. Ari is like, oh, it's so good. You want to do? You know, you're here to pick up your daughter and be with everything. And he picks up the daughter and he's like, oh, good. He's like, Dana Gordon. Dana Gordon he just throws her off to the side. Ari, you're vile. You are vile. <laughs> Zayna Gordon, <laughs> give me a call back. <laughs> oh man, so so good. Uh, so there's no money coming in, and so they do a they do a film commercial or they do a commercial for for a Chinese commercial for an energy drink, which I think is like all they sell in China. Based on uh, that's all actors like sell. They 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 do like the deodorant commercials, the energy drink commercials. You just see all these like uh, commercials that end up making their way to America of like the, these big stars like doing these uh commercials in uh japan and everything just selling like energy drinks and deodorants i swear that's all but apparently they get paid well based on this this is like half a million dollars to do this shoot and it gets the to fuck the uh the 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 fighting teacher as well who 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 gives drama the business just gave him the business (laughs) real quick and then drama got into the commercial that was the best part of the ending when they show the actual commercial is drama (laughs) (laughs) and uh what was the the other part was the the xbox tournament that uh and they let they tell him that he can't smoke weed because they do a drug (laughs) test and he goes Yes, he has the miss, but the lady's like, you know, we're we're an Xbox gaming tournament. Like, we'd be shut down if we didn't allow people to like smoke. We wouldn't make anything if we drug tested people. And then he gets the shit kicked out of him by the little kid, which is which is fantastic. <laughs> he tries to show him respect, and he just yeah. like totally shuns him off. And He's like, thanks, awful. fat boy. <laughs> oh, thanks, <man>. fat boy. <laughs> Uh so so next episode is they're at Sundance, which I love the the Sundance arc. So I, I yeah. very much look forward to to seeing the the Sundance stuff because I know 
uh, some good stuff happens in, in there, including including uh, the crossing of swords, which is an all time. Oh moment. man, this this Sundance episode is an all timer. There's <laughs> it so is. many different stuff from that to uh, you learn about Mormons and stuff like that. And then uh, I forget the the producer's name, Harvey. Harvey. Yes, Harvey, Harvey. who becomes yeah. one of their like ongoing, on again, off again uh, antagonists yeah. of, the, of the crew. It's great stuff. Great yes. stuff in this next episode. Uh, we will, we'll do more entourage reviews next week. More trash television, more NBA talk, penalty box. Cheryl will be back. All stars. It's FMC, everybody. SP3, plug all the stuff you have going on. Well, going live at, I, I just got another uh, message here at 11. Yes, I guess 11. Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time for True Hill Heat. Uh, we're going to be doing a quick little preview of Impact Wrestling Under Siege. Uh, got a couple of great matches on that. Josh Alexander, Tomori Ishii. So check that out on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel and True Hill SP3 for all my other stuff. There you go. SP3 is a busy, busy, busy man. Um... Yeah, we'll be back next week, everybody. And that's it. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for the love and the support. Uh, We'll catch y'all next week. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.